Hello? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello. This is Millennium People Podcast. How are you doing, Yvonne? I'm doing very, very well, Yinka. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's nice to have you on our podcast today. And um, I believe it's going to be a great time. And our listeners out there, you know, very grateful for this episode because we, we're very, uh, we're sure that we'll learn a lot from you. And, uh, you know, it's been a, a long time we want to have this conversation. We've been trying and trying and trying to make this happen. <laughs> and finally, I we're, know. <laughs> we're here. Finally, we're here. Um, well, thank you for your patience. No, no problem. No problem. No problem. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read uh, a little bit about your, um, your, your products and services and what you do actually. And then I'm going to give you a few minutes to um, tell our audience, you know, what you do exactly. Yeah. So yes. Um, I'm. I know that you have. Um, so how, how do I how do I pronounce your your last name? Because I don't want to blow it off. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Smith Canigan. Okay. So so you I know that you have the Canigan Associates Consultant. Did I get it right? Yeah. Yes, you did. And that that was formed by you. And uh, okay. expertise and specialty in business development, negotiation, research, and project management resulted yeah. in a unique niche for you to um, start a company and numerous development that you've been working on over the years. Your, your yes. company specializes in business development, negotiation of commercial contracts, project management, research and development, background verification, legal business documentation, human resource workshop and training as well as yeah. executive coaching that's a lot man <laughs> well yes 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 but it's all it's all um it all revolves around the same core okay um so there are there are a lot of companies that um or well their firms uh but they go to a certain level with you when you're starting your business and then they stop because you know that's not their specialty we're fortunate at uh, canigan associates to be able to do from the very beginning from whatever that idea is and we could bring it to market or it might be a service so those things that you know, um, we don't do obviously would be fiduciary responsibilities because we're not series seven or anything like that. So obviously your banking and that kind of thing you would have to do, but we would help you form a plan for that and then help you interview and get the right accountant for you. Cause business accounting is, you know, a hundred percent of making sure that when you start making money, you don't make mistakes with it and you give nobody else control over what you've accomplished. So yes, but everything revolves around and pertains to business. Okay. Okay. All right. So everything revolves around and pertains to business. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I got the introduction correctly. So I believe we can go ahead with with (laughs) all the aspects of the conversation. I know that when we had a conversation a few days ago, 
back to you you told you spoke about something you you spoke about um the challenges that we face as entrepreneurs when we try mm-hmm. as much as possible to do everything on our own because i know a lot of people want to learn the advantages and disadvantages of delegating you know your business even even if you you in you you call yourself or you refer to your business in court as a small business you call yourself a small business owner so, right um yeah so we want to talk about that and then i'm gonna ask a couple questions mm-hmm. um, it's not gonna be a conversation um okay. and and then well you know we call it a day yes yeah, okay. so um from your experience mm-hmm. from your experience um, what inspire i mean from your experience what 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 do you think it's the advantages and disadvantage of um delegating um even as a small business owner well we we were talking i think we were referring to what we were talking about micromanagement or um entrepreneurs getting caught up in wanting to make sure they do everything themselves yes and that's a business model that a lot of entrepreneurs start at and they fumble with um in most cases because you know there's a reason why you form an organization and there's a reason why your company or service or you know whatever it is you're doing runs smoothly and that's because you surround yourself with people that have different expertise than you do or that you can train you know to do things the way they need to be done correctly without you doing everything but of course when you do that and that's called delegating you have to make sure that if your name is going out with the product that you you know give it the once over to make sure it's on the right track but once you determine that the person that you've entrusted with that job or that duty has your brand uh in mind and the culture in mind and the right experience that they want your customer to have you should be able to be freed up to go and to do more and create more business for yourself and different streams of income so Yes, in the beginning it's very important to be meticulous about how you go about um creating your brand, your service, your business. But you have to think that if something should happen to me tomorrow, who can I call to keep my company going while I work out whatever the issue is? And that was a lesson that I learned. So from from everything that you fail at or, you know, you fall short of you should be able to learn from that lesson and micromanagement is that's a, not a good lesson <laughs> you know what you know yeah. for us as small business owners as entrepreneurs we are always faced with a challenge of funding um right we don't have the money to go out there to hire someone even some of us can't even afford to hire freelancers from um all this website like freelancer.com that's free adverts for them yeah or five of the yeah. <laughs> you know we can we can still afford to to hire people from this um website in as in, in as much or despite the fact that it's really you know cheap it's cheaper to hire people yeah. on this platform or some of us can never can't even afford that so what do we do well 
there's a couple things to remember there because um, my first go around with my uh, my my consulting company, uh, I also had real estate involved in that, and I had um, two spas, you know, on top of the consulting. Um, I was doing well, uh, but it didn't occur to me to, you know, find someone that's a second uh, because I was healthy, thought I was good. And when you're developing your business, okay, that's why you can't like cut things out. You can't go short. You have to think about, okay, do I want to outsource these things or do I want to talk to someone, make a deal with them, let them know where I am in my business, let them see my vision. If they're willing to come on board, maybe they can only do it for a couple hours a day or something like that. Or maybe you can even go to a college and get an intern where they could get credit for working for your business. There are other ways to go about making that happen without going to the, you know, to the poorhouse. Um, but you have to sometimes think outside the box. But the reason why it was a valuable lesson for me to have to, you know, really look at that um, is because when I didn't have that capability, I lost my business. Wow. Because I had no one to say, oh, um, today I'm going to fiddle for, you know, two weeks, you know, due to surgery. Uh, can you please make sure this contract gets out and check in on this client? And, and remember, I had a, I had a pretty, a really good um, base. And then I had new projects. So it was a lot to lose. So I believe that it's a lesson. It's not a failure. Wow. And so if someone can learn from my lesson, don't repeat it. There are other ways to get around it. Wow. 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 I'm sure someone out there is listening to the sound yeah. of your voice and really is being grateful for this conversation. I, I spoke to one of my friends. Um, he's a medical doctor and he has this great YouTube channel where he teaches, um, you know, NCLEX exams and all that for medical students still at a university. And um, he was working on one of his applications for iOS and Android. And I went to his house because he lives very close to mine. And we wrote minds together. And he was telling me about a business operation document for small business owners or for startup owners. Um, and he said that when it started, he didn't have that. And he had a lot of information, passwords on different accounts, um, freelance software developers that he was hiring from left, right, and center, and um, his documentation, and he didn't have anything written anywhere. And then he came across um, an article online that was, you know, um, talking about having a business operation document. Um, is this something that you 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 work with also? Well, there should always be a procedure. You should always have a paper trail. And when you have a paper trail, you could trace things back. I know everything is done now on computer and servers and this, that, and a third, but there's nothing um, greater than having an actual physical folder and file. 
And especially for, um, um, for money matters, you have to make sure, because the IRS can come in and check you anytime, you keep those documents um, for seven to 10 years. And especially if you are you know, in your taxes. Now, as far as your day-to-day operations, yes. You should have a drive on your computer where you document your policies, procedures, and methods. Um, and you should have somewhere where you have all your passwords. When you change them, you should keep things. Uh, paperwork is one of the problems where a lot of people fail. I had a, and when I say fail, it's failing up again because they'll learn, they won't repeat it the next time. Yeah, I had a client who I got a phone call at 11.30 at night from another client, which that was a, a lesson to have business hours. Um, anyway, so it was 11.30 at night and, and my daughter was, I think she was about three and a half months um, at that time. Okay. And I picked up the phone and it was my client saying that he had a friend that had a, a cable company and there was a sale going on and they were only going to pay him a, a small amount of money, but they didn't know what to do. And the, and the papers are supposed to be signed the next day. Wow. Long and the short of it is he and his wife, I mean, literally they, you know, they had, had Gucci, they fancy cars, this, that, and a third. And then when I said, okay, why are you calling me? What do we need? Well, we they asked for paperwork and we have paperwork, but we just don't know where to find anything. So I said, okay. And I gave them, you know, what it was going to cost them and what I had to do and the time restraints and all that. Um, and when I went to get their documentation, they literally had papers on the floor they had broken boxes. They had water damage. They did not keep up with their paperwork. Wow. But by the time we we had to postpone it, I called um, I called the signing and I took everything and I had an assistant. And we sat on the floor for four days getting their paperwork in order. And by the time we were done, we were able to sell that company for six figures. Whereas before they were only going to get like 20000 Wow. So documentation is everything. Mm. It's everything. And that's someplace you don't want to fail at. I mean, you can fail up, but learn and continue to move forward. So one thing that I'm learning from this conversation right now is even if you have an exit strategy, mm-hmm. and you don't have um, your business policies, operations, methods, and everything you know, written out in, in a very organized fashion. And you, 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 you might, you might fail um, in terms of your exit strategy. You might mm-hmm. be selling your yourself and your company short. Short. Mm-hmm. Right. But here's the other thing: it, you know, it doesn't have to be that complicated. Of course, your leases and your bank accounts and things of that nature need to be very, very concise. But when you talk about the running and the operations, you can you can write it out like bullet points. You can make sure, you know, hey, this is my checklist. This is what I do. It doesn't have to become, you know, you know, uh, a burden. You can do it as it suits you, as long as it makes sense 
you know, um, it doesn't have to be all legalese, but it has to be done. It has to be done in some form or fashion. And you have to remember that as businesses or even, you know, in life, we're evolving. Things change. Nothing is sedentary. You know, once you stop evolving, once you stop learning, you you die. Because then what's, what's your purpose? You know, but that's another subject, right? Yeah, it's a, it's another subject for another day. I think we 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 have a lot of conversation that we have to, you know, we have to do together um, for our people, melanin people, and yeah. all the community that has the interest of the melanin people at heart. Because that's what I tell people right now. When they see the melanin name, melanin people name and brand, they feel it's just about brown and black people. And I try to educate no. people to tell them, no, this is just our own community. For us to showcase mm-hmm. the best our um, activities, businesses, and talents. And it's a community that is open to everybody. It doesn't matter your race, it doesn't matter where you're from. If you have the melanin people at heart and you have something for, the, for us that's going to make us better people, you're welcome to our community. I know people might be wondering what your educational background is. Um, that I mean, with this woman, you know, saying all this. Things. I just wanted, I want you to tell us, you know, your educational background. Can you share with our audience, please? Uh, so I have um, a legal-based background for policies and procedures. I have a BA um, in advertising marketing. Um with a minor in humanities and history. I have a master's in human resources, uh, development and training for adult learners specifically. So that's how I, that's why I write workshops and things of that nature, but policies and procedures for HR. So that's where the background checks come in and all that kind of stuff, because I keep up with that. Um, at one point in my career, I felt like I'm always getting into management positions. I need to know more. Um, so I'm not like a brain, you know what I mean? It's like I do things because I don't want to not know. And when I say that, obviously no one knows everything, but, you know, anyway. So um, and then I have a Ph.D. Um, in uh, business ethics and philosophy from a metaphysical institution where I also have my um, theological um minister's license so um that is what i i have so you're a doctor (laughs) yeah you know i always tell some of my uh um, my my friends or people that i bring on the show when i made a doctorate um i always tell them that do you know that i used to do um i used to be the doctorate school for chemical engineering and i'm like (laughs) all right so yeah, um, our listeners, as you can hear, Miss Mrs. Kanega is a uh, she's really highly educated in this um, field, in this niche that we're talking about today. So um, she has all our respect, and we we really appreciate that she's here today. And uh, we, I I have a question for you. Not, sure. Not really a question, but what advice do you have for for uh, people out there? especially people of color who are trying to get into business 
what are the first things that you think um, are the most important that they need to um, consider when starting a business, you know, apart from the funding, apart from the funding, because most of you have the funding. And I, I tell people that money is not the first thing that you need. So I just want to get your perspective. The first thing you need, right? So everything you see, so you, your vision in your sight, your eyes take on, what is it? Something like 300,000 images a minute or something like that, right? Um, the first thing that you have to really do is commit pen to paper. It's okay to have an idea. It's great. Ideas morph and all of that. And you, see, you hear people say, oh, I have it in my head. I have it in my head. Step by step in my head. You might have it in your head. That's how everything gets started. That's why you have a cell phone, a wine glass, wine. You know, I mean, everything starts with an idea. But until you commit it to paper and make a plan, it's just an idea. Wow. That's, wow. that's what I would say. Because you literally you know, there, there are no walls unless you create them. But the thing is about us as humans, we're, you know, we're taught to have walls, you know? And it's like, I tell my kids, I say, there's a wall. There are five ways to get around it. Tell me what they are. Mm, that's true. Analogy that I, my children and, um, you know, like they're, that's the reason I'm alive. My kids. So anyway, there's a wall. There are five ways to get around it. Don't let it stop you. All right. So I, I know I just wanted to buttress a point. Um, I, I'm, you know, I always like to refer back to the scripture. I know there's a Bible verse that says that um, rather vision now make it plain I think it's Abacom 2 yes yes uh, yes <laughs> make your vision yes make it plain make and it, it plain wrong that read it and, and, and so that, I mean not just if you write it down you make it plain I think that's why we need a business plan right because even that scripture yeah. so, so that all the people that read it may run with it because if they may run with the, with a vision or may run with a vision that you've written down because it says write a vision and make it plain upon tablets that he may run that readeth it you know um I, 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 <laughs> I'm looking at our scripture right now from my um office computer screen and I'm 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 just I'm amazed right now because I haven't I didn't I've never I've never read it this way that says that um so that he may run that reads it, so that other people that reads it, you know, can also understand what you've written down and work with you, you know, in making it a reality, right? I mean, when you say we should write something down, are you saying the business plan or just something to get it started? You have to get it started. Sometimes you can, you can sit down and then all of a sudden everything just comes pouring out. Other times I had a client tell me, you know, Every time I would talk to him, I, I give my clients homework because I'm not going to take on a client and say, okay, what do you want? This is what you want. 
okay, give me this amount of money. And then, you know, three weeks or a month later, come back with a package and say, okay, here's your business plan. Here's this, here's that, here's that. Thank you for my check. Bye. And then that client goes into a bank or tries to get sponsorship and the, you know, they're sitting across the desk and they say, tell me about your vision. Tell me about your plan. And the people, you know, that have the ability to give you that loan or that contract, they're looking at your plan, but you don't even know it because you didn't participate in creating it. You just had an idea in your head. So I'm the kind of consultant that gives you homework. So step-by-step, if I walk away at any time for any reason, what you're doing, where you're going and why you're going there. But I'm not going to give it away. We're going to, you know, we're going to work together. And if we find that we can't work together, then, you know, you do have, you know, some tangible, you know, evidence um, where you can carry on and complete it for whatever reason. But you will know the essence of your company and it, it, or your service or your product. And it won't just be in your head. And you would have done the work. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to be like two in one. Okay. What hired you to get started in your business? And uh, what are your motivations? Um, so I was a late mom. Um, I was very active and I really never um, wanted to, to get married. And I, I didn't want um, children for a lot of reasons i am jamaican and um i'm very traditional in every way uh, i believe in roles and you know you have to be committed um if you're going to raise a family um and so for me that wasn't my interest my interest was always contracts you know I'm looking at TV and people are doing these contracts and they're like making serious money and they're in a lifestyle that, you know, I, I like, you know, so if you like a lifestyle, that means you have to work for it. There's no one's going to hand it to you. And if you sit yep. there and think that someone's going to hand you something, you've got a problem, right? So um, I was working for what I wanted and um, I think I was in a really good position. I was in my early 20s and I was downtown and corner office, cherry wood uh, furniture, secretaries, things of that nature, um, telling people much older than me, you know, kind of like what to do and doing what I needed to do as well. And all of a sudden, one day I got pregnant after they told me, you know, you'll never have kids. You need to remove all your organs. You'll never have kids. And that was wow. that was because of a, another situation, a drunk driver. But anyway, so um, I ended up pregnant. And at the same time, there were those nanny cams coming out. There are a lot of criminal cases of these people that were supposed to be taking care of babies and elderly people. And they were abusing them. And I have an issue with that. That's one of my platforms of domestic violence. And this was against, you know, children. And all of a sudden, one day... The room starts spinning. I'm sitting at a table uh, in a negotiation and I can't even, I can't even keep my eyes open. Two months later, you know, <laughs> I finally go to the doctor when I can't ignore it anymore, right? Because they told me I couldn't have babies. So two months later, um, I go in and they're like, oh yeah, you're pregnant. 
So I go well, through. How did you feel at that point? What's up? I mean, how did you feel at that point? How did you? How, did you think it, that was a miracle? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you know, I was raised um, Catholic, Catholic traditions, but my mother um, went to a um, non-denominational church. My father is Catholic. So anyway, um. I don't believe um, unless it's something like, you know, but that's political. So something terrible. But away from that, I just don't believe in that. All right. So I think we're about to round off the conversation. And um, there's, we would like you to, to give our audience, people listening to the sound of your voice right now, um, some advice, mm. you know. Um, as as people of course sometimes we feel that the whole world is just against us right especially in uh in business mm-hmm. and in our careers in uh our professional lives yeah uh, even in family so for our children that go to school or go to colleges or high school or even our kids going to elementary yeah you know can you give us some some kind of words of encouragement and um, I know a lot of people will will benefit from this because it's really important at this time especially um, in the place where we are right now in the United States of America we're in a sad place in America right now but it's also a very blessed place because you know there's one thing about the serpent if you know the serpent then you know your enemy if you don't know the serpent then everything else is a mask. So what I say and what I believe, stay in touch with your family, with your obligations, with those people that you have in your heart. Check in. Don't just go with, yeah, I'm okay, you know, but you you can't be pushy either. I have a tendency sometimes to like really try to push. Stay open and don't criticize. And, you know, if, especially your children, if for some reason they don't feel comfortable coming to you, make sure there's someone, whether it be a a brother, a sister, someone older, that they can confide in. Um, You know, I I think what it is, hashtag stay woke. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what you need. That, that whole system that they say is broken is generic because a family can consist of anything. But yes, we want a rounded family. We want the male. We want the female. We want the children. We want the dog and a half cat. We want everything everybody else wants. But our reality is our reality today. It's, it's not tomorrow. Mm, mm. So... I would say to everyone, stay in touch, you okay. know? So in, in, in summary, I think what, what I'm learning from you right now is that um, despite the fact that, you know, hearing different things on radio, seeing different things on the social media, Instagram, TV, and all that, um, the effect is basically more primarily focus on families so once yeah. we understand that we should we should we have this understanding at the back of our mind and no matter what happens 
we should stay together as a family. Yeah. Nuclear family, extended family, and understand that no matter what's happening to us, we should stay together as a unit. And, uh, and that's that's what's going to conquer all. Yeah, well, I mean, famous words, right? It takes a village. We're all connected. We're all connected. That's and, so powerful. And I, and I think that, you know, somewhere, somewhere that was missed in what's happening right now. But the beauty of it is we know the enemy and the enemy can no longer hide, you know? That's the beauty. That's true. That's true. That's Stay true. woke. <laughs> Well, I know that you have over 20 years of experience in business and work and in all types of um, organization and you've worked with different people and you still work with a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, um, some very popular, um, some really influential. What advice, what has been, I mean, what has been your greatest um, lesson and something that you feel that you can drop uh, right now so that we can learn? Breathe. You choose how you react. You don't have to react the way someone is telling you you should react. You don't have to act the way someone is telling you you should act. Take a minute, step back, and breathe. And, you know, with breathing comes listening, with listening comes learning. Um breathe okay okay all right thank you very much for the time that you um you've taken the time out today on a busy saturday to um, come over to our podcast you know it's a beautiful saturday afternoon and um i know that it's it's a day that we all want to spend with family yes and i really hope that you you spent some time with us here at memory people and on our podcast, we'll be um, publishing the podcast in a, in a few hours, and you can you can start you know sending it out to our friends and families and on all different media. And uh, I will send you a link to listen to it too. Thank and, you. And uh, I just spent the time, and um, yeah. So before you go, um, I've been speaking with. Um, Yvonne Smith Kennegan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I've not seen you, you know, with the words doctor in front of it. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm CEO and founder of Kennegan Associates Consulting. It's in Lake Bluff, Illinois, right? Yeah. Um, where can we find you on social media? You can find us on LinkedIn. Um, you can find us, well, Twitter, <laughs> you know, um, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Um, that's where you can find us. And uh, our phone number, 847-293-6589. You know, I, I have to do that. That's like an old school thing. But anyway, um, yeah, so just reach out. And if you can't remember everything, search Yvonne. Um, we do all over the, the the world literally we have clients everywhere so geographic area is not an issue you know not in today's society the world has become a lot smaller right so don't worry about where you're located we welcome it and if we can work together fine and we are um 
holding up, you know, the banner of um, faith-based business. And that's how we do things. We do it on faith. So, yes, thank you for having me. If we want to come to your website or visit your website, where do we go? Um, CanaganAssociates.com. So that's C-A-N-E-G-A-N, Associates, plural.com, or just my name, Yvonne Smith canigan.com and Yvonne okay. is with a Y Y-V-O-N-N-E Alright, so we can find you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter mm-hmm. and LinkedIn Yes, yes Alright Okay, and Instagram <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so I want to thank you for the time to come onto our show once again I really appreciate it, it's been a wonderful conversation and to the rest of the people listening to the sound of a voice, wherever you may be in Africa, Asia, um, Australia, um, Europe, North America, South America, United Kingdom, United States of America. I want to say thank mm-hmm. you for listening to this podcast. And we hope that you'll support this podcast and Melanin People. If you're still wondering what we do, you can find our website at melaninpeople.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at Melanin People with an extra E at the back. You can also find us on Facebook. We have several groups on Facebook. And just type Melanin People. I'm sure the search engine is going to bring us out and you can join our groups and you can like our page. Yeah, I want to thank you one more time, Yvonne Smith Cunningham. And I want to thank everyone, all the followers of Melanin People worldwide. I want to say have a wonderful day and God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I love melanin people. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. You too.